What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Podcast. We are in the studio today. We very much considered doing this outside because it's an absolutely beautiful day here in Amarillo, Texas. Uh, but we decided to go ahead and do it inside. Uh, we've got the mood set. We've got a couple of candles lit here. The lights are dimmed. The lights really aren't dimmed, but um, <laughs> it's a nice thought. So today, uh, man, we're just going to jump into it. If you've never listened to our podcast here, uh, it kind of goes along with my vlog and my other uh, elements of my personal brand, uh, which is all about creativity, adventure, and technology and how they all work together. Uh, and so we're all about inspiring people to go out and create, create content, create art, create music, whatever that is. Uh, if you're into creation and creativity, this is definitely the place for you. So uh, I want to introduce my co-host, Benjamin Glover. Hey, what's up? I'm pretty excited. You. I'm pretty excited, too. Uh, this is our third podcast, so we're kind of getting hooked into the groove here. Feeling mm-hmm. a little bit better about this. Um, my posture's better. Your posture is a lot better today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, You know, we were really... Ooh, that sounded bad. Listen. Oh, I can't do it again. I just twisted my uh, my uh, my coffee cup here, and it made a really weird noise on the table. <laughs> so, um, anyway, big, big, big announcement this week from Apple, Apple and uh, Apple, 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 Apple. I think we did that on the last one. I like echoing you. <laughs> yeah, I like it when you echo me. It makes me feel like I'm being listened to. That's important. So, uh, but yeah, big announcement from Apple. They just announced uh, not one but two new phones uh the one i want to talk about right now uh the whole point of this podcast is i just want to talk about the future of content creation so and i think this is super important and i know uh, people are starting to catch on to this and the ones that are skyrocketing to the top have definitely caught on to this but if you're a musician a painter a poet uh a video producer a photographer if you're not creating content to be consumed by an audience, then you're not going to grow nearly as fast as you want. And since we started doing uh, the Cub Cooker vlog, business has grown for my company, Cooker Films. By the way, visit cookerfilms.com for all your content creation needs and to check out more great shows that we produce. Excellent plug. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, um, definitely is like really, really important. It's something that has been like, super passionate for me. I have cut a lot of things out of my life hobby wise to make sure that I can do this full time and really be a content creator because it helps the company grow and it helps the end goal, which is just inspiring people to be creative. And that's what I want to do across the board. So, uh, again, if you have any kind of product that you're creating, um, or even if you have a service, whether it's creative or not, creating content around that to position yourself as the authority in that demographic is super, super important. Whether it's the authority or an authority, that's really important. And so if you're a musician, uh, we've got guitars hanging on the wall in here. If you're a musician and you're putting out a new video each week where you're teaching other people to play in the style that you play, maybe you have a really unique style and you are helping educate, then you can set yourself as an authority in the guitar world, maybe you're a drummer, you can set yourself as an authority in the drummer world. And it's not just about doing 
videos of your best solos it's about connecting with an audience uh you see a lot of that like the yeah. drum solo videos they're fun to watch yeah but i Got, think like, the car doing drifts around it yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like there's these like really epic drum solo shoots just look it up on youtube i mean there's tons of videos on it uh but I really like it because, okay, say you're an artist and you, you you do these beautiful paintings. There's a lady I know in Amarillo. She does a lot of pastel work. And uh, if you're listening to this, then uh, I'll give you a plug next time with your name if I have your permission. But um, she has really put herself in a position of she's doing time lapses with these pastels that she's doing oh, every cool. week. And it's consumable content and it's exciting to watch. And then she gives a little intro where she talks about what she's doing that week. And so it really invites you into her process. And that's what we're doing with this. That's what uh, the podcast, if you don't watch the vlog, definitely go check out the vlog. It's on YouTube. Uh, we're about to get our custom URL for that. So right now, just search Cub, C-U-B, Cooker, K-U-K-E-R, just like this podcast. And you will definitely find the vlog that way. But, um, you know, this is kind of an offshoot of that. So the podcast is 45 minutes each week where we get to dive a little bit deeper into what happened that week. We can talk about the vlogs. We can talk about stuff going on in tech news or world news, anything that applies to content creators or um, creatives in general. So um, that's what I want to talk about today. And the big announcement from Apple was the two new iPhones, the iPhone 8 and then the iPhone X or iPhone 10. I like the iPhone X. It just sounds it like sounds so, cool. so awesome. And I love it. Uh, so the iPhone 10 is what we're really going to talk about. The iPhone 8 is definitely a big step up from the 7. It's got a lot of really cool features on mm -hmm. it. I personally have the 7 right now. Um, the iPhone 10 starts at $999. It's going to be released on October 27th of this year, 2017. Storage capacity is 64 gigabytes or 256 gigabytes. Screen size of 5.8 inches. Rear camera at 12 megapixels. Front camera at 7 megapixels. It features Face ID with an A11 Bionic chip and Neural Engine. I don't know what that means. No, I don't know. But do that. that sounds like some sort of Some magic. Skynet stuff. Yeah, uh, I think that's important. <laughs> and uh, as a... As an Apple guy, I've been made fun of more than once. I'm actually pretty techy, mm -hmm. and I get a lot more than most people do, but I don't get as much as like real tech people get. Mm -mm. So I try to really lean towards the creative with enough technical knowledge to achieve the product that I'm trying to put out. Uh, you know, as far as microphones and cameras and stuff, I'm a lot more educated than like consumer tech. So when it comes to PC and Android and all of that, I'm just now dabbling with it. I'm looking at an Android tablet right now, and I really like it. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as all of these specs on this, Super Retina display, portrait mode with portrait lighting. Now we're getting into stuff I know. Yeah. The portrait mode with portrait lighting is absolutely incredible. And it's so, so cool. We're going to be... Uh, dude, there's a cricket crawling towards my feet over here. Can you get up and take care of this? <laughs> Do you want me to squish it? No, you're good. If it crawls up my leg, I will scream like a girl, though. Uh, we have crickets like all, like, it's, you can tell fall is coming in because the crickets are like coming everywhere now. Um, anyway, where was I on the iPhone here? Um, portrait mode with portrait lighting. That is going to be so cool because you talk about selfies for your YouTube channel or your Facebook profile, professional looking photos. 
Guys, I mean, this is what I'm talking about right here. Um, and I know this, it sounds kind of gimmicky, but if it works the way they show it works, mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about a game changer between uh, being able to do a photo of someone that looks like you spent hundreds of hours on it right in camera. Mm. Uh, so we're really starting to see technology pushing the limits of creativity. And, you know, I've, I've really gone back and forth with is technology going to overcome the creator at some point? Or is anyone just going to be able to snap a photo and it does like a beautiful piece of artwork that, that, you know, everybody can do now. And to an extent, yes. If like, I mean, I think basic on paper, yes, mm -hmm. that's going to happen. But I have a lot of faith in creative people. And I think that we as a creative community are going to continue to push the bounds of our, our imagination and use any technology that comes our way in a completely new and creative way. So when you look at something like this, you see what Apple shows that it can do. But just wait until creators have their hands on it for more than a few days. I right. mean, it's going to be pretty incredible. So uh, what are your thoughts on this? You have, let's just explain Benjamin's phone situation right now. Okay. We're going to get him into a better phone at some point. <laughs> um, I have a uh, Galaxy S7 Active, but the Active didn't work because I used it in the shower and I dropped it. So it's cracked. And then there's a bunch of pink bars and it doesn't work very well. <laughs> So great phone. I mean, powerful phone. Very. Uh, but uh, what you have done to it is truly a tragedy. It's, and it's uh, it, awful. Ex explain this moment, and without getting into graphic detail, explain this moment in the shower. Um, well, I have a, like a lip where the porcelain ends and it goes to the wall, and I put my phone up there to listen to music. And I was showering and like had my eyes closed, and I hear it go like, and it moved off the porcelain fell down the entire wall, which is like four or five feet, hit the bottom of my bathtub and just like splatted. Wow. It made wow. a splat noise. Oh, that's, that's, uh, and, and it, it was atrocious. It came out looking like that. <laughs> Guys, I wish you could see this. It is truly a tragedy. I don't even notice it at this point though. With that said, the new, uh, Apple iPhone 10, uh, has some sort of crazy cool glass in it that, so the whole body is like metal and glass and like the glass wraps around it and it even has a glass back on it. So it looks like the metal is inside and then around the edge. Um, and then the screen wraps around the edges. So supposedly this is like the strongest glass ever used on a smartphone. Now I am notorious for breaking screens. Oh, um, are you? Oh yeah. Mm. I, I literally, this iPhone that I have in my hand right now has an otter box on it. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite, favorite cases. And just for the reason that when I throw this thing across the room on accident, literally, like I'm just so clumsy that I will just fidget and, and like throw it and then try to stop it with my foot and end up kicking it across the room into the wall. <laughs> so I make things worse for myself, really, is what happens. Uh, but anyway, it has like just literally saved my phone. So here's, here's what's interesting. Like I love, love, love the new iPhone design will I be able to throw it across the room without it breaking? Because I love the design and I'd hate to ruin that with a case mm -hmm. unless cases are completely rethought uh, by people like Otterbox or LifeProof or any of those, not sponsored by the way, do love the Otterbox cases though. But that would totally take away from like the wraparound screen, which I know I think Samsung has already done this. On, the S-curve. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, which is really cool. Here's what I love about Apple. 
they're doing stuff that's already been done, but they've perfected it. And and I truly believe they have. Like, I mean, if you look at the iPhone, my iPhone is, in my opinion, less buggy than like the Android phones that my parents have. Mm-hmm. Um, they have nice Android phones. You have a nice Android phone. Sort I absolutely of. love. Yeah, sort of. You've done, but you've done that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyway, uh, and I absolutely love this. I've got a, a Samsung Galaxy tablet that I'm looking at right now. I love it. Um, I have noticed it's buggier than my iPhone, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so with that, that's a lot of opinion. What does it boil but... down to, though, for like content creators? You know, you're talking about different companies and what you like, what you don't like. If I wanted to be a content creator just with a mobile device, what would you do? See, that's where I'm excited about. The iPhone 10. Oh, okay. Um, that, and that's what I'm getting to. Thank you for keeping me on track. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're like, you're wondering, Cub. You're wondering. <laughs> Benjamin's looking at me over here like um, like I just wandered down a dark trail. <laughs> you have a lot of opinions, and I know it can go on for a while. Yeah, well, you know, we got 45 minutes. I mean, it's not <laughs> like we're on a time crunch here. So, Anyway, so what the iPhone 10 means for content creators uh, to me is a really stable system, hopefully. We mm-hmm. hope they don't screw this one up. A really stable system that you can trust that when you open the camera, it happens. When you take those photos, it happens. When you take that video, it happens. I hope that the connectivity of this phone works really well with third-party creators like the new GoPro 360, which I'm super stoked about. Mm-hmm. But... To date, the GoPro apps have not been my favorite. Mm-mm. To date, the DJI apps have not been my favorite for the drones. Uh, they work, but they take too long to go from idea to creating, mm-hmm. and that drives me nuts. And And that's what I'm talking about with a phone like this with so many of these incredible features built in. The way it swipes, the intuition behind being able to create on it, I think is really important for creatives because... I don't need to spend a lot of time digging through menus or something. I just need a couple of swipes or movements to get to where I'm going, mm-hmm. and I'm there. Yeah, and, exactly. And that's what I like, and I hope that they allow you to program different swipes for different things. Um, that would be really cool. That would be really cool because, like, say you want to shoot a video, you know, you swipe left or something, or you up twice, and then, boom, you're in your video app. You want to shoot a photo, swipe right twice mm-hmm. or something. You know, I mean, I'm not sure how that would work, but... It would be really cool if they would do something like that. So what this phone does for me is it, I think it's going to offer a solution that I can just have in my pocket with me and shoot insanely good video. And let's talk about the video on this. It's beautiful. It's It's amazing. Insane. It's better than the cameras we shoot on now. Uh, Now the only difference is you can't throw a lens on this thing. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get a lot of our looks and our creativity is that nice wide angle. We use a, it's a Canon 10 to 18 millimeter on our vlog camera. And it's one of my favorite lenses I've ever bought. It's not an L series. I have my 16 to 35 L series on my, uh, my main Canon 5D Mark IV. I absolutely love that one. It's going to be time to replace that one at some point with one with stabilization built in and everything. But uh, this thing shoots 4K resolution at 60 frames per second. Or at least that's what they showed on the commercial. So mm-hmm. that's what I saw. But mm-hmm. So, whoa. I mean, to me, guys, like that's a game changer because I want to do a lot more content in 4K. And to have a phone like that that does that, if we can get a main camera, like a vlog camera that will match that, 
I mean, you're talking game changer. The only thing I wish that the iPhone would do, and this is this is just me, is I wish they had a super wide angle lens built right in to one of the cameras. I mm-hmm. wish you could punch out further than you can punch in, mm-hmm. where you could just immediately do that nice wide bubble shot of something. Yeah. Just like we like to do on the vlog. You know, we mm-hmm. love pulling back to that 10 millimeter, kind of catching everything in it. It gives a really cool look, really crisp and clear. Yeah. With a lot of things in focus. I love that look. <clears throat> and if we could do that on the new iPhone, man, that would be awesome. I doubt that is what's going to happen. I think the cameras are similar to the iPhone 7 mm-hmm. right now. With what I have, they're just in a different configuration. But what's really cool uh, for content creation is this new iPhone 10 has the front facing camera is it has like several different cameras in it. And I can't even find the information online about this right now. But in the keynote, if you watch this thing, like reads your face with several dots and then it has like a laser and an eye scanner and all kinds of cool Star Trekky stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what it all is, but what it allows to happen is these like really cool selfies that you can use Snapchat with. And I watched some of the filters that they have now with this technology is that it actually can track your wrinkles and like your beard and stuff. And they had this guy that had like a face paint filter on and it like followed his wrinkles and stuff. Like it looked like his face was painted. It was incredible. So you're talking next level augmented reality with this and the, the level of creation that we can do as creators with augmented reality now, I think takes things to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. That could take our vlog to a whole different level. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I'm super excited about these possibilities. So, with that said, there's a lot of things being played with right now, a lot of experimental stuff. So, Benjamin, I want to talk a minute about what you see the future. Uh, you're 18. Mm-hmm. I'm 31. You were kind of born at a perfect time where you're just watching an explosion in technology and creativity. Mm-hmm. So tell me what you see. Me as a 31-year-old, I'm looking at this advancement after watching years of stuff through the 90s coming up, uh, you know, and this technology didn't exist at all. So you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's just going to keep moving faster and faster and faster, or what do you think is going to happen with this? Oh, I'm no authority on this at all, but just from personal experience. Um I think everyone my age is just dumbfounded, you know, because each it's like each year something new and crazy comes out and it's not like you get super excited about it. You're just like, yeah, I expected that, you know, like, oh, I saw that coming. Like there's a T-Rex, you know, they showed that with the augmented reality. It's crazy cool. I would have flipped out about that at eight, you know, but like everyone <laughs> saw that coming. Like it, it, I just mean that like I think everyone my age is a little entitled to tech, you know, really? okay. yeah. Um, I don't know if everyone, I mean, we get excited. We're like, oh, that's cool. But it's not like life changing. You know, we're like, well, yeah. what's going to come out next year? You know, and uh, I, I don't know. I think we have a very apathetic view. It's like, yeah, technology is just constantly advancing. You know, here in 20 years, it's going to be crazy. But I don't know if anyone my age is like super pumped. Really? You know? Okay. No. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because we're still trying to figure out how to like pay taxes. Well, there is that. There yeah. is that. And, you know, some people your age just don't worry about it, and then they end up in a bad situation. So at least you're worried about it. Yeah, That's good. Trying. That's good. But uh, so, do you think like your age demographic, you, mm-hmm. uh, do you just adopt stuff like this really quick? Like the new augmented reality that this iPhone has built into mm-hmm. it, uh, the new iPhone has built into it. 
is that something you're just going to like jump on and, and use? Um, I don't know. I think companies need to port more. Like they really need to like spoon feed us, you know, because cool, cool. like Google came out with their Google Cardboard and mm-hmm. my little brother jumped on that really quick and it was really cool. But like I haven't actually adopted many apps past like 2008. You know, okay, gotcha. uh, I just started doing finance apps cause I'm older, you know, and right, have finances right. to deal with, but I don't see many like new creative, um, apps being just like handed to us. You know, you got to dig yeah. for it and then you got to find apps that like work together. Absolutely. If, if companies jumped on like, Hey, here's the, uh, you know, here's augmented reality and here's how you can use it every day, then it'd be cool. But it's like coming up with a way to use that every day. I'm not going to, you know, gotcha. gotcha. it sounds, it sounds like. I'm not taking advantage of it, but I'm I'm not going to, you know, I have to, I have to see the way we could. And do you think maybe that's why a lot of platforms have invested so much in their own softwares to use on these phones, like Snapchat, Snapchat. Yeah. you know, uh, Facebook has a lot of filters and stuff now, instead of using a third party app that mm-hmm. you then have to learn how to use and plug into your workflow boom, you automatically, like you said, have it spoon fed yeah. to you and it just rolls out in an update like that. I think, I think people my age, um, we come across as loyal because we are, you know, we grew up with Facebook and, uh, most of us jumped onto Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. We're going to stick with those, honestly. You know, cool. and I think the reason is, is because it's like, this is how we've seen our friends grow up. And so we're going to stick with it, you know, and this is how we're all going to like stay connected because we know each other on these platforms. So you've got to take these major players and port the stuff that we're getting, you know, if we're getting uh, 360 videos. We need that on Snapchat. We need that on Instagram. You know, Absolutely. if we're going to get augmented reality, um, Instagram better jump onto that. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm serious. Absolutely. Like, we will stay with these companies. I know that uh, unless something crazy. You know, like we had Vine jump in and jump out. You know. Yeah. What was like, up with that? Like, I, I have no idea. Because Vine was pretty cool. I never I was on it. Uh-huh. But after the fact, I heard about it. I've I've watched some vines like and compilation stuff. videos like on YouTube. It was such a cool, yeah. yeah. Like it was such a cool, you know. And what David Dobrik described it as the lazy man's YouTube. Like <laughs> I mean, it was so cool because it was just these little snippets that you yeah. could put together, and that accounts largely for David's style on his vlog. Uh, you know, is it's just so pieced together, and it, mm-hmm. he shoots his videos almost like he shot his vines. Like yeah. it's a really unique style and. Uh, that's definitely set him apart on that platform. Uh, I want to talk a little bit real quick about like, I downloaded a bunch of new apps. Like I literally just talking about content creation. Mm-hmm. I wanted to run through the app store and see what was available for creatives. Not as a lot. I was talking to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I did this the other day. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's Behance, uh, which is like a really cool creative community. Yeah. If you've never looked at it, uh-huh. um, there's a lot there's videos, photos. It's kind of like Pinterest, but I love more. Pinterest. Yeah, I love Pinterest I love too. That yeah, all the time. But it's it's more geared towards creatives with creative articles and okay. blogs and stuff like that. Like it's a really cool community. Is it like a mix of like Pinterest and Tumblr? Kind of. Yeah, like you'll have DeviantArt to check it out. It's yeah, okay. kind of that Deviant Art Creative Cow feel ish okay. to it. Uh, if you haven't gotten on that, I literally I don't even have a profile yet. I've just looked at some of the info about it, but it's really cool. Uh, I think I'm going to jump on that because it's another place we can communicate with other creatives and share our vlogs, our our podcasts on there and stuff. Uh, I've got Periscope, which has been around for a while, mm-hmm. you know, live streaming. Um, I've looked into that. I did it again. What did you do? I kicked my toe. Um, 
anyway, uh, I've got Periscope, which is a great uh, live stream app. Yeah, yeah, I do uh, know that one. Yeah, I'm that excited. one's pretty cool. I got Prattle, which uh, I haven't looked much Prattle. into, but apparently it's conversations based on interest. Hmm. So you can literally join conversations around a topic and share your ideas with other people. So as far as creatives go, that could oper- offer some really cool opportunities to <laughs> is talk it, with other is creatives. Is it just creative topics or is it like Asian mayonnaise? Uh, I think it's everything. Okay. I think you can talk about Asian mayonnaise. I didn't know that was a thing. Maybe wasabi mayonnaise. Is that the... Like Asian-inspired mayonnaise? You yeah. know, Asian food. Asian food. Yeah. Asian food yeah. inspired mayonnaise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you can... Like, there's all kinds of topics on there from hey, what I can tell. jump on and talk to me about... Asian food inspired mayonnaise. <laughs> Benjamin's new show on Prattle. Uh, the other one is start it when I go home. Is Meetup, uh, which is really cool, and I was going to check that out. I what highly doubt there's anything in our area, but it works really well, like in LA and stuff, um, where you like can get on and you can look at other people with your interests and your demographic and mm-hmm. look at meetups going on. So like you're like, you know, growing YouTubers there's probably a community for that that you can go meet up with and they're meeting at a certain restaurant or something and they're going to do a collab or something. So like you can find people or like filmmakers, you know, that are like documentary collaboration or whatever. And then they meet up at a certain place at a certain time, meet everybody. Like it's a really cool, I think this one I remember seeing and I may be wrong, but Mm -hmm. I think I remember seeing this one like a while back launched as a dating app. (laughs) <laughs> but then then it turned into this more of a collaboration app. So uh, interesting. I haven't dug into that one either, but uh, interesting. And then live.me um, is really interesting uh, because there's a lot of bigger name creators getting on it. Uh, they were at VidCon. And so the way it works is like your audience can tell you what to do. And they like give you coins. And the more coins you get, the more like I guess ad share you get from this app or something. Oh, that's crazy. So it's like really interactive. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. You're like a dancing monkey. I know. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, dance for me. <laughs> what would they tell you to do? I have no idea. <laughs> I like... mean, I don't, you know, I'm obviously not big enough yet to to be on this app, but I know like big creators I've seen have been on this app and like done a live stream and yeah, I guess if maybe you're playing like a game, I I think you can play stuff like truth or dare, like where the audience like asks you like, and then they can vote on like, like what the question will be or whatever. I I don't know. I haven't messed with it a whole lot, but again, it's another way to create. It's another option. Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm getting to with all of these apps, and there's there's a lot more I've downloaded, but I'll just leave it at those right now because those are some of the main creative ones that I found. Okay, um, is that I've talked to a lot of people and they've gone, well, I just don't know what to create. I don't know where to create. And yeah, I think the I think the the idea is 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 you got to decide what you want to create first. Do mm-hmm. you want to create a video? Do you want to create a, a, a word blog? Mm-hmm. Do you want to create audio content? And then where is that going to live? How do you want to tell that story? I mean, I think it's a, a simple three-step process of defining who you are, uh-huh. what your story is, how you want to tell it, and where you want to tell it. So let's use a real example. My brother is super into music, and he okay. wants to kick it off. And so I took your advice from last week, and I was like, you need to make a body of work. Yep. You need, even if it's private videos, and then you just start finding the ones you like, you know, those Absolutely. are the ones you show people. Yep. What would you do for him? Like, how would you position him? He wants to make, like, very, um, like, thought 
provoking kind of mm-hmm. like christian music you know like david crowder this like real oh yeah techno yeah. uh, layered stuff you Absolutely. know he loves it and he wants to create it and he's really good cool what cool. would you do so i mean obviously right away easy answer youtube okay. start the long haul of building a youtube channel that way you can build and cu- did you hear that cricket oh that <laughs> yeah, cricket better get out of here he's ruining our podcast <laughs> um dude i saw him last night and I was like, he better not crawl under that door. And I watched him start crawling under the door. And I thought, I'm going to have to deal with him tomorrow. And here he is in here today. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, I would say, like, YouTube is is your, your no-brainer with right. that. But you could get a lot more creative and go a different route mm-hmm. with other options. You got stuff like Periscope. There's Vimeo, which mm-hmm. is a unique platform. Uh, I don't know how strong they are anymore mm-hmm. to be real honest uh that's more of the filmmakers platform but really with is. youtube has gotten so good with their video quality i think a lot of people have migrated away from that honestly instagram would be an incredible place for him i didn't even think of that that is a good idea because he he can create shorter videos like little 60 second clips mm-hmm. put those on there and then do a new one every day. And it can just be as he learns, and they don't have to be fully produced, fully mm-hmm. realized thoughts. They can be his progression. Blurbs. Blurbs. And then he can look back at that in a year and go, wow, look how far I've come. Now I have a full song. Mm-hmm. And then he can take that following because it's easier to build a following on Instagram. Uh, I just started my new Instagram earlier this summer, and we just passed 500 followers, what? which is great. Uh, awesome. You know, I mean, that's not a ton, but. It shows you how much faster <laughs> I started me. the YouTube channel at the same time, <laughs> and we're not there yet. Yeah. So, uh, it's, I had 30 followers on Instagram. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely, like, that's a that's a good way, and if he uses the hashtags correctly with that, okay. he's going to find a lot of other Christian artists mm-hmm. that are going to follow him. And if he's, here is here is why I follow people. And this is what I always tell my clients okay. is, if you're passionate about it and you produce consistent quality content on a regular basis, you will get followers. And depending on what platform you're on, mm-hmm. de- kind of determines your growth rate. So like what we're doing, we're putting out a podcast every week. If we did that once a day, we'd grow a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Because you have more opportunities for people to find you, right? Right. Same thing on YouTube. We just upped it. Now we're doing two vlogs a week. Mm-hmm. We've doubled our subscriber rate just by adding another video every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it's people always want to know, well, what's the secret? Well, it's more stuff. if you can put out a good video every day that's consistent and it's call to actions and it's quality and it's branding then you're going to set yourself as an authority and build your audience that much faster. Now you have a video every day as an opportunity to bring in new subscribers. By the way, that's what we're working towards with the Cub Cooker vlog is to do about five a week mm-hmm. uh, and then spread those out. Uh, but that's a hard load. You know, Casey Neistat did it for a full year. He did one vlog every day, really well produced with its own unique uh, subject matter. Mm-hmm. That's how I've started to think is what can I pull out of a day? Because especially as a video editor, video producer, content creator, largely your days are pretty mundane. You sit in front of a computer, you manage files and you, you edit, you know, you get to be creative, but the creative part is, is only part of that. And the technical knowledge before all of that is what can bog you down. And so I always just tell people, you know, getting more content out 
gives you more fuel for your fire and it gives your audience way more opportunity to actually follow you because there's something that nobody talks about. I haven't seen a lot of people in the creator community talk about and maybe they are and I've just missed it. Mm -hmm. But there's this like unspoken bond between you and your potential audience. And if you don't respect that Mm -hmm. and put out content when you say you will and do the same quality that you've started with, then the subscribers you already have will get bored and leave Mm -hmm. and you won't gain new ones. Mm -hmm. And so literally it's, I treat my YouTube channel right now like we have a million followers. And by treating it that way, mm-hmm. we're growing towards a million followers mm-hmm. at a certain rate. We add more videos, that rate will double, triple, quadruple. And then you hit that point where it starts snowballing. And so you'll check in and you get a new, 100 subscribers every day. And then, you know, it, and it just snowballs from there. But to have that bond and just understand that there is an audience there. And there's a potential audience and whether the video you make today is seen today or in a year, that audience cares. So treat it with respect. And I think that's something not a lot of people are talking about Mm -mm. is that consistent schedule. And in YouTube itself, best practices says put out videos on a schedule when you say you're going to. If you say it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, then by golly, you better schedule them for that. Because then the YouTube algorithm catches on to that and they know that you're a creator that's uploading consistently and Mm -hmm. very consistently by scheduling. Uh, Then your audience starts to pick up on that and they can count on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's really important too. I know that even big creators, if I check in and they haven't put up a video when they say they are, I'm like, what happened? Are they dead? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you get, you know, you get worried about like what happened to them. And then you're like, well, they said they were going to put a video up, and then you get mad at them, and it's like... <laughs> You're that pissy friend. Yeah, it's like, exactly. well, you said like, we'd well, go out. Well, you said we'd meet here, and yeah. And so it's just that like little like mm-hmm. respect. I think there is a creator-audience respect, because what makes us creators continue is growing that audience and mm-hmm. the interaction we get with that audience. I've gotten a lot more comments on the YouTube channel lately. It's not in the thousands by any means, but it's to the point where... I'm really trying to plug that in every day and make sure I'm answering comments because it's like I can take that little bit of time, mm-hmm. take care of the audience we have right now, and mm-hmm. they'll be with us forever, and they'll bring more people on board too. And then it has to mean a lot when someone responds to you. Personal story, I stayed home sick, quote-unquote, one day just to watch the first episode of season two of VGHS. Did you watch that show? No. It was so good. Freddie W. did it. Really? It was so good. <laughs> I oh loved it. Uh, they produced a movie and put that on Netflix. And uh, I watched it on YouTube as they released it. And then season two came out and I got super pumped. I was like, uh, uh, Mom, I'm sick. And she's like, okay. So I stayed home oh and I like gosh. I tweeted at uh, Freddie W. I was like, the best part of being quote unquote sick is getting to watch the first episode of VGHS. And they retweeted it and it like blew my mind. Nice. I was like, oh That's my gosh. awesome. You know, man. Like, they know that I fake sick to watch their first episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. And you know, it didn't take long to retweet something. You know, it's yeah, click, yeah. click, send. You right. Know? Exactly. But that means exactly. so much. That's yeah. crazy cool. You know, so the fact that you take your time to do that. Even though you're not a huge channel, it has to mean a lot to these people, you yeah. know, because they want they want that early first connection. Where the, when you talk about, oh, my first few subscribers, they want to be the people you're talking about. Absolutely. absolutely. Everyone wants to be that person, yep. you know? Yep. 
And I, so this is a good segue into this story. I was out at the Chamber Barbecue last night. So our Amarillo Chamber of Commerce here in Amarillo, Texas, puts on this big barbecue competition every year. Mm -hmm. And they have tons of people like businesses come out, they get a booth, and then their their business team makes the best barbecue they can. They, they smoke it overnight. There's all kinds of different meat options. You've got chicken and steak and pork and beef. Welcome and, to Texas. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of beef slinging out there. So it was. I was all about it. But oh, yeah. I, I'm still burping up cow this morning so <laughs> forgive me but uh anyway so i was out there and it was kind of cool because it was like this really dense crowd and there was a ton of people out there you don't see that here yeah and yeah. you don't see that in amarillo so like you guys you see it in la you see it in new york you see it in and uh even midwestern towns that have like a really high population yeah. you know you you see these events like that are on the street like that like we go to iowa uh, almost every year, and uh, I feel like I've been like a thousand times recently. Uh, we spent two weeks in Iowa last year. Well, that's cool. And uh, did a big family reunion and stuff. But we got to go to their farmer's market. Their farmer's market, you talk about artisans and artists. Yeah. It's huge. I Is mean, it like, people, a, like a food farmer's market or just anything? It's food and everything, but it's all, like everything has to come from, the, from a farm. Like oh, if they're cool. making soap, it's derivatives of what's being grown on these farms. If they're oh. making cheese, it's because it's from the dairy farms. Like, Whoa. It's, so, That's it's cool. so cool, and there's so many different things out there. So you talk about artists artists and artisans. Yeah. Like it's incredible. But so we, we did that, you know, we have that event here every year and this year had to be the biggest we've ever had. I don't really? know the actual numbers, but it was insane. I mean, the place was packed. So we'll have a vlog of that up next week. So be sure and check that out. But, um, I got to go up on this lift, uh, and do a time lapse of like the whole crowd. It was so cool. That's awesome. Uh, what'd but, you shoot it on? I shot it on the Canon 77D, which is our vlog camera. Excellent and plug. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but it was really cool to be out there because uh, every few minutes almost, as mm -hmm. I was walking around, somebody would recognize me. Whether I knew them personally, and there were actually a lot of new people that I don't know personally mm -hmm. that just follow me either on Facebook or like on the YouTube channel that's really cool to start seeing that happen. And mm -hmm. so this is, it's like, that's more fuel for the fire. Right. You know, I haven't made it by any means, no. but it's more fuel for the fire. Like, yeah. it's, it's like you get noticed and you get recognized for the work that you're putting out mm -hmm. and to have people that I don't know compliment me that I don't know personally, you know, right. compliment yeah. me on the work that we're doing. Like, that's really cool to me. And that's fan freaking fantastic to do I mean, more of that. When did you start your vlog? You're saying your real starting point was early this summer, right? Yeah. It was like the beginning of the summer. My channel hits year four and I've never had anyone talk to me. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. But do you post every no, week? Okay. Not at yeah, all. See, exactly. See? see, you're a bad, bad person to your audience. <laughs> yeah. It was that's a really selfish channel. I just did it when I felt like it, it is. Yeah. And you're a jerk that way and that's fine. And your audience knows it and that's why you don't well, have my one. audience is grandma. So, <laughs> Your grandma's like, good job, Benjamin. Benjamin, I'm oh, so proud of Why'd you take your shirt off in that video? It's like, grandma, don't ask. It's art. This is my art, grandma. You don't understand. <laughs> anyway, Anyways. so back to our cameras. Um, so right now, I wanted to talk about that, too, with the remainder of the time we have left. We've got five minutes left here. So right. we shoot on Canon cameras, and uh, this is by no means a plug for them. We just genuinely love their cameras. Mm -hmm. And here's why. 
Sony has an incredible high quality 4K image. I don't like Sony's color science. Mm-hmm. I don't like Sony's autofocus. I don't like Sony's auto exposure. A lot of the big vloggers on YouTube are using Sony cameras now. If Sony will perfect all those things, I will jump back over to Sony in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Also, their menu is looks like something out of like a uh, Lord of the Rings novel. I mean, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I was thinking like Jurassic Park. Uh, or or Jura- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. I mean, it's uh, like uh, uh. this huge list of options. And I love Canon has even simplified now. The 77D has like this simple menu. And it's like just a few options. I mean, you can really customize things the way you want. But for a content creator like we do, where it's like, go, go, go. Even on our main shoots, the Canon EOS 5D Mark IV, we use, we just did a shoot the other day for, uh, it was a government job for uh, kind of an outreach branch of government that had to do with water conservation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we got to do a video for them and it was outdoors and it was insanely windy that morning and the light was changing Mm -hmm. because dust would come in and so you're talking white balance changes you're talking exposure changes you're talking wind dang these cameras i mean they kept up yeah it was crazy like because we can't my glasses change in the sun so they were in constant state of dark and light dark and light so i can't look at the screen and trust what that exposure is right and then if I look over my glasses, I can't trust that because my eyes haven't adjusted. So I'm horrible at that. Um, with that said, the auto exposure, auto white balance, auto audio balance, mm-hmm. and auto focus work incredibly well for our professional clients. And it allows us to work so much harder on composition. Mm-hmm on making sure we're in the right place at the right time and making sure we're gathering that content. And a lot of video guys would argue with me and say, well, you're not being a true artist. You're not using the skills that you know to get the best product possible. Well, I say, and so, and here's why, because I can create a better video based on my creativity and trust the technology to do what it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that a couple of years ago, but it's gotten so good now that I know how it works and I have to keep on it a little bit and like make sure I'm touching the person's face and it's follow focusing with them. But you can't tell when you get the video out, the audio sounds great. The video looks great. The, the white balance and exposure and stuff are, are almost a hundred percent. I would say they're, mm-hmm. they're 90 to 95% correct. You know, most of the time. Yeah. Just super impressed. At I mean, this. how do you film in what is essentially the dust bowl? Yeah, you know? I mean, it was crazy out there. And then we finally, the wind died down when everything was done. And yeah. we were able to fly the drone, mm-hmm. which was nice. But uh, we were going to have to go back and do that because uh, it was too windy. But we were able to do that the same day. So with all of this said, to wrap up, um, we've got something we didn't even get to talk about is Red Cinema, which is one of my favorite companies, has a new holographic phone slash camera slash content creation machine coming out. Uh, I don't even know what to like to think of it mm-hmm. because it's, it looks just so cool. It's called the red hydrogen trademarked. Um, <laughs> and it starts at, uh, 1200 around $1,200 for the aluminum body and $1,500 for the titanium body. But what it shows here on their website is, 
that it's got a lot of different screw ports on it where you could kind of build this out into more of a cinema camera or maybe a small vlog camera. There's a spot where you're going to be able to put like a lens attachment on like really cool things where you can decide mm -hmm. how do you want to create content and build your custom content creation machine with this is what it looks like. So I'm excited. Marquez Browley has like a really, really, uh, or MKBHD. I don't know if you watch him on YouTube or not. He has a really good video on what he thinks this is going to be. Because no one knows. Uh, I'd say let's yeah. edit in the next podcast, but we just, yeah. we just, uh, we, don't, we know. just don't know. So, uh, <laughs> But I think this is a great thing to wrap up on with. The future of content creation is undetermined now. And it's I think awesome. it's, it's going to be incredible. And I think the best thing that everybody can do now is start creating. And I mm -hmm. tell people that all the time. I ran into a girl at a coffee shop the other day. She was really discouraged by a lot of other creators here in town to share her knowledge and stuff on the internet because what if people steal it? What if, you know, you're just now learning this and you don't want to share that? No. I mean, it's like we document our journey. We document what we're learning, what we're going mm -hmm. through. We have a lot of vlogs that are purely for fun. We have a lot of them that I try to explain stuff as we go and, and educate, but it's kind of an infotainment vlog, if you will. Internet and infotainment. Internet infotainment. Uh, yeah, so new word. That's what you specialize in. Absolutely. So <laughs> with that said, guys, um, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. We are out of time. Uh, but be sure and go visit our website, cookerfilms.com. You can see other shows that we produce. We're starting to produce a lot more content on a regular basis for our clients. That's where our company's moving. Uh, we are, we actually dropped like our wedding services and stuff like that. Now we're trying to help small businesses, which is what I've been doing from the beginning, but to make ends meet, we've had to, you know, have the weddings and the event videography and all of that plugged in. So we're really going away from that and we're trying to really target helping other individuals, personal brands and small businesses build their influence online through video or some sort of content creation. So that's what Kuker film stands for now is the same quality and even better results through consistent targeted influencing and sharing and entertaining and educating of your audience. So definitely go check that out guys. Visit our vlog on YouTube. Search for Cub Cooker. Thank you guys so much. Benjamin, thank you for being here again. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so fun. we'll be back with you next week, next Friday. Every Friday, guys, we got a new one coming out. Consistency. Consistency, that's right. We will be here. So <laughs> awesome. Until next time, guys. Have a good day. Peace. See ya. <laughs>